This is the She Runs the Show podcast with Cassandra Bibas, episode number 41, the solo series. I don't know what you heard, but <laughs> she runs the show. Are you ready to turn your fear into courage? Well, I would like to invite you to join the Fear to Feel VIP. As a lot of you know, I write a number of books that are available on Amazon Kindle about how to transform your fear into courage. And I've decided to create an exclusive VIP membership that allows any of my inner circle of readers to not only read my books, but we do live Q&A calls on how to overcome specific fears, rapid coaching sessions. I send out free ebooks, audios that you can only get if you're a VIP member. And so if you're ready to turn your fear into courage, if you're ready to turn your fear into fuel, and if you want to be in the exclusive club where I send out tons of free resources on overcoming fear, conquering doubt and worry, and getting to the place in your life where you feel powerful and strong, then you are going to want to become a Fear to Fuel VIP member. Here's how you sign up. Go to tinyurl.com forward slash Fear to Fuel VIP. That's tinyurl.com forward slash Fear to Fuel VIP and sign up today and you will get your first freebie, which is how to uncover your real fears checklist. All right, if you're ready to be a VIP member, tinyurl.com forward slash fear to fuel VIP. Hello, hello, everybody. Cassandra Bibas here. We are in She Wins the Show, episode 41. Uh, welcome, welcome, welcome. So today's episode is a solo episode. And today I want to talk about some something really, really important. Because as a women entrepreneurs, I think we give away our power far too much. We give away our power in ways that male entrepreneurs never do. Notice I said never, I mean that. And we give away our power without even knowing that we are doing that. And so in today's episode, I want to talk to you about answering the question, where is your power coming from? So welcome to episode number 41, y'all. All right. In today's episode, we're going to talk about your personal, professional, and entrepreneurial power and where it is or isn't coming from. And by the end of this episode, you're going to learn three things. Number one, where your power is not coming from, because you got to know where it's not. Number two, where your power is coming from. And number three, three ways to stop giving away or diminishing your power in your business. And I'm specifically speaking to all the ladies listening. Uh, as women entrepreneurs, we are not as powerful as we could be. We are not as center stage as we could be. And we are not raising our daughters to be as powerful as they need to be. And part of that is because we are not using our power effectively. So let's get down to business. So the first thing, where your power is not coming from. Now, you need to know this because if you don't, sometimes what we do is we, we think our power is coming from things that don't actually give us power. We're giving power to things that are irrelevant. And so you need to know where your power is not coming from. Let me give you four places that your power is not coming from. There are more than this, but I think these are the key four that people seem to think connect to power and they don't. So your power is not coming from your money. Not, 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 not. I mean, I know, I listen, I beat the drum too. More money, 
more possibilities and more opportunities. And to a certain extent, that that's very true. Money is energy. So the more abundant energy you bring in, the more money you tend to bring in. It's kind of how it works. But your power, I'm specifically referring to your personal, professional, and entrepreneurial power has nothing to do with what's in your bank account. So your power is not coming from your money. Your power is not coming from your popularity. I know, like, let's just take a moment back from that. How many followers do I have on Instagram? How many followers do I have on Periscope? How many followers do I have on Twitter? We need to just break free of this. I was about to say something mean, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to do mean today. I'm not going to be a mean girl today. Let me put it to you this way. We need to break free of the need for other people's likes, hearts, checks, following, approval, everything that this social media generation is starting to become absolutely OCD about. Let me be very frank. I'm going to deliver my message to the world. I'm going to write my books. I'm going to say what needs to be said, whether you like me on Facebook or not, whether you like me on Instagram or not, whether you follow me on Periscope or not. I don't care. And as women entrepreneurs, we would be bolder, we would be stronger, we would be more powerful if we did not think that our popularity, how many followers we have, you know, let's be clear, there's nothing wrong with connecting with your tribe online. You absolutely have to do that to be successful in business. Here's where it becomes a problem. When you're so anal retentive about your popularity that you're checking your Instagram following every hour, you're checking your Twitter following every hour, you're using, there used to be this program with Twitter where you could, uh, you know, find out who unfollowed you that day. What? Like, people get to choose whether they follow you or not. Who cares why they unfollowed you or if they unfollowed you? So you could go unfollow them. Do you see how that can be so insidious? It's important to connect to people, but your level of connection and presence with them should not be based on whether or not they like you. So your power is not coming from your popularity. Your power is not coming from your title. I know, CEO, CIO, senior manager, senior VP, entrepreneur and founder. We got all these titles when it comes to entrepreneurship. Listen, let me tell you what CEO really means servant to the world. I want you to sit with that for a second. When you take on the title of CEO, entrepreneur, business owner, founder, what you've really taken on is a title called servant to the world. That's what you're here to do. And there's nothing glamorous about that. And there's nothing I'm higher than you about that. Don't worry about titles. You don't don't even worry about titles other than your lawyer needing to set up your business as an LLC and needing to know what your title is and your officer title. Don't worry about it because your power is not coming from your title. Your power is also not coming from your goals. And listen, I'm a big goals person. Like don't play. I have my six month goals. I've been broken down by weeks and days. I'm a big goals person. But one thing I know for sure, my power doesn't come from my goals. So remember, your power is not coming from your money, your bank account, your investments, your assets, your net worth. No, it's not. Your money, your power is not coming from your popularity, who's following you on social media, how many people are retweeting, reposting on it, none of that. Your power is not coming from your title, founder, CEO, whatever. You are servant to the world and your power is not coming from your goals. 
Your goals fuel you, but they don't feed you. And there is a difference. That's not where your power is coming from. Now, now that we've gotten that out of the way, where your power is not coming from, let's talk about where your power is coming from. You know, I got to just, so let me take them. I just have to give a moment to, uh, Marianne Williamson's book, A Return to Love, because a lot of what I'm talking about today is based on the work of that book. And if you have not read A Return to Love, or if the last time you read A Return to Love was like two years ago, you need to get that book, Kindle, tablet, book, Barnes and Nobles, I don't know, Amazon, wherever. And you need to read that book again, because it will change your life every single time you read it. And every single time you read it, you will get something totally different from it. So Marianne Williamson, A Return to Love. And we're actually diving in deep right now because this is what she talks about in the book. So we've talked about where your power is not coming from. Let's talk about where your power is coming from. Your power is coming from your mentality, your mentality, your mindset. See, lots of people talk about mindset and they talk about being optimistic and they talk about focusing on opportunities. And I talk about that too. I'm not saying that. Your mentality is how you choose to see yourself in the world. It's how you choose to experience yourself in the world. It is how you choose to operate in the world. And it's the rules by which you think you live in this world. That is your mentality. That is where your power is coming from. So when I say your mentality, you've got to focus on in your business specifically, because remember, I'm, I'm diving into a return to love here, but I'm, I really want you to apply this in your business. So when you know that your power is coming from your mentality in your business, what that means is you focus on what needs to be said and less on what you think people want to hear. Let me, oh, let me go there one more time. I want you to get this. We have far too many people who are focusing on trying to uncover what people want to hear instead of what people need to hear. And that's a problem because if you're going to be a servant to the world, i.e. a CEO, a founder, an owner, somebody who's going to help people transform their lives, you can't be focused on what they want to hear. You need to be focused more on what they need to hear. And the reality is, is if you're always looking to please people and you're always looking to make people feel good, that's not necessarily what they need from you. And that's not necessarily what they need in this moment. So when we talk about applying this idea of if my power is coming from my mentality, what do I need to do? If you want to adjust your mentality in your business, focus more on what needs to be said and less on what you think people want to hear. I'll get this this episode is a prime example of that. You know, I could talk to you in a solo episode about 10 ways to double your following on Twitter. I could talk to you uh, about, you know, 20 ways to make tons of money writing ebooks on Kindle. And, and there will be a time and a place in an episode for me to talk about those things. But deep within me, coming from where my power is, that's not what I feel like needs to be said. What needs to be said right now is if you want to be successful in your business, you've got to start with getting your power back. You have to start with getting to the powerful place within you that knows nothing is impossible. So this episode to me is what needs to be said rather than doing an episode on something that I think you want to hear. So as an entrepreneur, 
especially as a woman entrepreneur. Your power comes from your mentality. And in your business, that means focusing more on what needs to be said and less on what you think people want to hear. Here's another place where your power comes from. Your power is coming from your ministry. See, I just said that. You you might have the title CEO, but that really means servant to the world. Your work in your business is an expression of love in service to the world. And at the end of the day, it doesn't matter whether you clean homes or you, you know, go to third world countries and you feed starving children. It doesn't matter what your business does. It is your ministry. There is no greater calling than that. And far too often what we do as entrepreneurs is we downplay the importance of our business to the world. We downplay how big a calling that business is, and then we don't treat it with the respect on admiration that it deserves. Because we're waiting to make a certain amount of money so we can feel important enough to then treat it with the respect on admiration that this calling deserves. No, 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 no. Your ministry is part of where your power comes from. And when you operate in your business every single day, like somebody who knows how deep and how meaningful and how powerful this business is to people who desperately need you. You operate on a different level. You operate on a different level. I got to tell you, I, I watched a interview with Oprah the other day uh, from Stamford Business School. She went to Stamford Business School and they interviewed her. And there were, there were three things, actually, there were, there were five questions that Oprah talked about that she said, At the end of the day, this is what everybody wants to know. At the end of the day, we are all one. We're all the same. And no matter what show Oprah did or no matter what, whether she had her own network or she was on somebody else's network, she knew that everything she did, whether she was acting in the color purple or producing Beloved or creating a network, it all came down to these questions. And here are the questions. Did you hear me? Did you see me? Did I matter? Are you fully here or are you distracted? And I want you to think about this because your power comes from the fact that your work, your ministry is an expression of love and service to the world. Because at the end of the day, no matter what you do in your business, what your tribe, what your clients, what your customers want to know from you is just what Oprah said. Did you hear me? Did you see me? Did I matter? Are you fully here or are you distracted? So when you're thinking about it, if you want your power, it's not about how many followers you have on Instagram. It's when you're on Instagram, are you treating your ministry, whatever you're sharing on Instagram with the respect, awe and admiration that your calling deserves? And are you really saying to your followers on Instagram, I hear you, I see you, you matter Yes, I'm fully here. And no, I am not distracted. I see you. That your ministry is is part of where your power is coming from. Another place that your power is coming from is this, your opportunities. You know, lots of people feel like they're looking for opportunities. You know, they're, they're looking and they're searching and they can't find them, you know. And really what they mean is they're looking for connections. They're looking for easy ways into certain levels of business. I won't go there. That's a whole other episode. But what I will say is this. Your greatest opportunities are already before you. How about that? Your greatest opportunities 
are already in your circle. You don't have to look for them. You don't have to reach them. You don't have to beg for them. You don't have to do any of that. Your greatest opportunities are already before you. And here's the thing. When was the last time you woke up in the morning and you turned on your computer and you got in front of your business and your to-do list and your day planner? You know, I have my little desire map day planner from Danielle Laporte. Love her. Um, when was the last time you got up and began your business day by saying, God, please use me. Universe, please use me. Help me to do good in the world today. Help me to change one person's life today. Show me where I need to go. Show me what I need to do. Show me who I can help. And when that person presents themselves, when I get that opportunity, May I take full advantage of it. God, please use me. When was the last time you did that? Do you know how much more powerful as an entrepreneur you would be if you simply began your day saying, God, please use me. And make no mistake about what I'm saying. I'm not talking about religion here. I'm talking about connecting to a higher power within yourself that was brought onto this earth to do exactly that, to serve others. When was the last time you started your day? Instead of saying, let me check my PayPal account. Let me check how many people are added onto my email list. Let me check how many people are following me on Periscope. When was the last time you simply turned on your computer? And before you even opened up your email, you just said to yourself, God, please use me. You see, if you started every day like that, you would start every day powerful. Your opportunities are already here. The question is, are you asking to be used in the service of others? And are you recognizing the opportunities to do so when they arrive every minute of every single day? Your power comes from your opportunities. Now, we just talked about it. Your power is coming from your mentality, your ministry, and your opportunities. And, and here's the thing. I want to go back to that affirmation of God, please use me, because Marianne talks about this in A Return to Love. And in A Return to Love, here's what Marianne Williamson says. God, please use me, is the most powerful affirmation we can say for an abundant career. It is the miracle worker's prayer. Everybody wants a great job, except that it's already been given to you. Accept that your business is your ministry. Accept that it is your opportunity. Accept that your mentality decides how this business goes. And the fourth thing I want to tell you about where your power is coming from is this. So we've talked about it. Your power comes from your mentality. Your power comes from your ministry. Your power comes from your opportunities. And fourth, your power comes from your commitment. Your commitment. You know, lots of people think it's about credentials. If I told you the number of people who, when I coach them, they tell me they have to get another certification in order to feel ready to open a business, please. There are lots of very uneducated people by education, certification, uh, degree standards who are truly and amazingly successful on all levels. They have a high school diploma. Just saying. Okay. So your and I should have said that your power does not come from your degrees. I should have credential. It doesn't. Let me just add that your power, your power does not come from your money. It does not come from your popularity. It does not come from your title or credentials, and it does not come from your goals. Backtrack just saying. Okay. 
So, but your power does come from your commitment. And it's not your credentials that will make you successful. It's the commitment that you make to a higher purpose that will lead you to fulfilling it. You don't fulfill your your purpose because you have another degree or you have another certification. You fulfill your purpose because you are committed to fulfilling it. You see, in A Return to Love, Marianne Williamson says the following. Here's what she says in A Return to Love. Again, notice I'm coming back to A Return to Love. If you haven't read that book, I'm just saying, as an entrepreneur, read the book. And in A Return to Love, here's what Marianne says. The desire to serve God creates the means by which we do so. Our power doesn't lie in our resume or our connections. Our power doesn't lie in what we've done or even in what we're doing. Our power lies in our clarity about why we're on the earth. We'll be important players if we think that way. And the important players of the coming years will be the people who see themselves here to contribute to the healing of the world. Everything else is trivial in comparison. See, the important players are the ones who know that no matter what their business is called or what their business does, their number one objective is to heal the world. That's it right there every single day. And it is an awe-inspiring calling. Your power isn't coming from your money, your popularity, your title or credentials or your goals, but it is coming from your mentality, your ministry, your opportunities and your commitment. Now, let's talk about super quick three ways to stop giving away or diminishing your power in your business. Number one, put more focus on creating than you do complaining. Let me tell you, if you want to know what's sucking your power away, why don't you calculate in 24 hours how many times you complain? Just saying. You're welcome. Put more focus on creating than you do complaining. Because you know what? I complain right along with you. Let me just, I'm going to raise my hand with you. I have moments where I throw a pity party and I complain and I'm, you know, like, and then I have to stop myself and I have to say, and here's what I say to myself when I catch myself doing this. Is this serving you? Is this helping you? Is this getting you out of the situation? Is this getting you to where you want to be? Does this feel very good? You know, I pull an Abraham Hicks on myself. Does this feel very good? Like, is this in the vortex? And when I've answered no, 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 then I have to ask myself, what is going to change things in this situation? And typically the answer is focus on creating, focus on creating. So if you want to stop giving away or diminishing your power in your business, put more focus on creating in your business than you do complaining about your business or your clients or anything else. Second way to stop giving away or diminishing your power in your business is this. Be super intentional about what you're creating to ensure that everything aligns with your mission, mission and vision. I wish I could just pull out my little notebook right here. But again, I was watching that Oprah interview uh, at Stanford Business School. Oh, boy, I wish I had my little uh, my little notebook. Let's see if I can take my microphone with me. You're walking with me, even though you can't see me because I'm not yet doing the video podcast thing. I would say that you're walking with me as I try to pull this legal notepad out because I, I do want to I want to be super specific and I don't want to mince Oprah's words here. So what Oprah said in that one, let's see if I can actually pull it up and get it to you because this is important. Um, I, I, and you know what I'm looking for? I just can't find it. 
Wavy. Okay, but let me let me give you the synopsis. I remember enough of it to tell you about it. So, Oprah said that w- before she created anything, whether it was the Oprah Show or was own or a movie or anything, she would sit down with her team and she would say, "What is our intention in creating this?" How are we serving the world? What are we doing with this? What is our intention? And she would not take any actions or produce anything unless it met the intentions that they had set in advance. And I think far too often in business, especially when we're solopreneurs, we don't spend enough time being super intentional about what we're creating. We're just reading all the articles. We're reading all the things about the latest thing to join and the hippest thing to do and da 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 And then we're getting sucked into the fads and the cycles of like what we should be doing, shooting all over ourselves. Uh -uh Uh-uh-uh. You need to be more intentional about what you're creating. Everything that you do in your business needs to have first met the requirement of aligning with your intention in your business. In other words, aligning with your mission and vision. Before you do anything, I mean, send out a tweet, send out a post in a picture on Instagram, do a periscope, do a little check with yourself. What's my intention? What's my mission? What's my vision? Is what I'm about to put out there aligned with those three things, my intention, my mission, my vision. If you can't answer yes, you have no business putting it out. And I don't care that Periscope is new. And I don't care that, you know, everybody's on it. I don't want to see people grocery shopping on Periscope. Can I help you out? Like the moment I start to see people showing me they're like doing their hair and grocery shopping, I'm done. Like I don't have time in the day for that. And honestly, if people think that that's what's going to make you successful in business, I your tribe is just not my tribe because my tribe is super educated, super intelligent, super amazing, super courageous, and also super busy. And they don't want me wasting their time by them watching me do my hair, which would take hours and hours because wig weave, you know, it's time. So let me help you out here. Do an intention mission vision check before you put anything out into the world. And it doesn't take long to do it. This is not a checklist. It is not a meeting with yourself. It is a gut check where you go. Before I go on Periscope and show people how I do my hair, does this align with the intention, the mission, and the vision of my business, what I'm here to do, and how I'm here to serve the world? Before I post that Instagram picture of my dog eating his or her food, Is that in alignment with the intention and my mission and my vision of what I'm here to do in the world? Because if it's not, then you need not post a picture of your dog eating on Instagram. So number two, be intentional about what you're creating to ensure that everything aligns with your mission and your vision. Number three, third way to stop giving away or diminishing your power in your business. And this is by far to me. Other than the number two, I think number two is the most important, but this is by far, it really should have been number two and number two should have been number one, but that's for another episode. Okay. Third way to stop giving away or diminishing your power in your business, recognize that the obstacle is the way. I want you to sit with that for a minute because I just finished reading a book by Ryan Holiday called The Obstacle is the Way. I actually listened to it on Audible. And if I were you, that's another book, aside from Marianne Williamson's Return to Love, Ryan Holiday, The Obstacles Away. It is a must, 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 must read. 
listen to on Audible book, along with Grant Cardone's The 10X Rule. Just saying. If you want to really take this power thing and like take it to the next level, uh, you know, read A Return to Love first, read The Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday second, read The 10X Rule by Grant Cardone third. Done. You will be ready to go. Uh, recognize that the obstacle is the way. And what I mean when I say that is that um, within every obstacle is an equal or greater opportunity. We all know that quote. We all know it. Are you living it? Because when I get hit with an obstacle, let me tell you what, it crushes me depending on the size of it for about 24 hours. And I do have a 24-hour rule. So my 24-hour rule is when something unexpected hits me in a bad way, I give myself 24 hours to cry. 24 hours to throw the biggest, baddest pity party you have ever seen to eat as much food as I want to, to cry, mourn, yell, scream, throw a temper tantrum on the floor like I'm a three-year-old. But when I hit the 24th hour mark, it's time to get up. 24 hours to cry and then get up. And after those 24 hours, the first thing that I I say to myself is, okay, how am I going to use this? Whatever this is, How am I going to use this? Because at the end of the day, it's not enough to know that the obstacle is the way. You have to live the obstacle is the way. And that means when an obstacle comes, you look at it and you go, I know you came just for me. I know you came just for me. Oh, I know you came just for me. And you came to make me stronger. You came to make me better. You came to give me the opportunity to show out in my life. Show out in my life. Now, how exactly am I going to do that with you? That's what I mean by living. The obstacle is the way. And read Ryan Ryan's Holiday's book, The Obstacles the Way, because he gives great strategies on how to do that. So three ways to stop giving away or diminishing your power in your business. One, put more focus on creating than you do complaining. Two, be super intentional about what you're creating to ensure that everything aligns with your mission and vision. Number three, recognize that the obstacle is the way. And here's the final thought. And this comes right out of a return to love. It's here's a direct quote. Here we go. In a return to love, Marianne says the following. No matter what we do, we can make it our ministry. No matter what form our job or activity takes, the content is the same as everyone else's. We are here to minister to human hearts. If we talk to anyone or see anyone or even think of anyone, then we have the opportunity to bring more love into the universe. From a waitress to the head of a movie studio, from an elevator operator to the president of a nation, there is no one whose job is unimportant to God. When you know this, when you fully live up to the opportunity to heal, you achieve an energy that pushes you forward in worldly endeavors. Love makes you more attractive. That means you attract like a magnet. You don't just attract people, you attract various circumstances that reflect back to you the power of your devotion. Your personal power is not something that is going to reveal itself at some later date. Your power is a result of your decision to reveal it. You are powerful in whatever moment you choose to be. The choice to be used as an instrument of love right here, right now, is a choice for personal empowerment. And I just want to repeat that those last few sentences. Marianne says, your personal power is not something that is going to reveal itself at some later date. Your power is a result of your decision to reveal it. 
You are powerful in whatever moment you choose to be. The choice to be used as an instrument of love right here, right now, is a choice for personal empowerment. And that is my challenge to you. Far too often as women entrepreneurs, we play it small. We play it small. We tuck it in. We suck it up. We suck it in. We operate from a standpoint of fighting to be worthy and waiting until we hit a certain revenue mark or a certain follower mark or a certain email list mark before we feel like we can throw ourselves out there and go the distance and do what we need to do. And I am here to challenge you. You are powerful in whatever moment you choose to be. Why would you wait? Why would you wait? Like, it's just time to put it all out there. It's just time to treat your business like the entity and the provision of transformation to the world that it is. And it's time you took it that seriously right now, starting now. Forget about what's in your bank account. Forget about how many followers you have. Just show out in the world because that is your role. I challenge you to be more powerful. I challenge you to take your power back. I challenge you to step up to the plate and show out in the world in a big way. And I challenge you to do that super intentionally. And I challenge you to focus your business more on what needs to be said and less on what you think people want to hear. I don't, you know, listen, lots of people don't want to hear the truth, but they need the truth. They don't want to hear the truth. They need the truth. The thing that will set them free is the truth. And your job is not to sugarcoat stuff. I was going to say another word, but you know, you know, I'm trying to keep it honest here. Your job is not to sugarcoat. Your job is to tell the truth, to speak the truth, to be the truth. Your job is to give people the tools that they need so they can transform your lives. Your job is to tell them the truth about why they're not using the tools in the first place. Your job is to be out there in a way that gives people power. Because when people change their, take their power back, the world changes because of it. That is your role. And I challenge you as a woman entrepreneur to stop playing it small, to start playing it big, and to unapologetically live out your purpose as powerfully as you want to from this moment forward. You do not need to be validated by a bank account by the top leaders in your social media spectrum, by your followers. You do not need likes to be validated. You just need to be you. And so I challenge you to do that. There are six months left in this year. I challenge you to show up and to show out because that is the only way that you're going to connect with the people who need you most. All right. I think I've talked long enough. You know, I love these solo episodes. I don't know about you, but I could just talk forever about these kind of topics. And you're going to see more of this on She Runs the Show. Because really, by the end of this year, I want you really running your show. And part of being able to do that is taking your power back. And let me just say another piece before we're we're done with this call, this podcast episode call. Where did I even get that from? Um, I do believe that part of being powerful is trusting the process of life. And I do believe that there's, there, there are many pieces of life that we do not control. And that at a certain point, you have to surrender. You have to allow things to be what they are. You have to allow for God to work things out on your behalf. There are parts of this thing that we do do, and there are parts of this thing that we don't do. So I think there is, there's room for allowing. But let me, let me not mince words when I tell you that I see far too many people waiting for God to show up when he already did. 
And I see far too many people waiting for a sign. When the fact that you can walk, move, see, hear, smell, you have a computer, you have an internet connection, you have, uh, you know, an email list builder, you have opt-in pages, you have ideas and creativity is all the sign from God that you need to take inspired action. I do not believe in waiting for signs and waiting for messages from the universe. The message that I got from the universe to do this particular episode was that this is what I needed to tell you today. That's it. I wasn't lighting a white candle. I wasn't checking my numerology book. And you know, I I do my numerology stuff, but I wasn't waiting to make sure it was the right day. In fact, today is not my day numerology wise. It is July 4th. It is a four day. I'm typically not too pleased on a four day. I'm a five life path. I wasn't waiting for it to be a five day for me to get this message out to you because it needed to be done. The only thing you need to do is listen to your intuition, align it with the mission and vision of your business and show out. That's it. You will be led the rest of the way if you consistently do that. So I'm challenging you. Take your power back. Show out. All right. Till we talk again on the next episode.